0: Message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajiman, the General Overseer of, of Winners Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. Now, a continuation of the previous message You extended the facility to a fellow Christian brother. Maybe he came to you, I need 500 Ghana CDs, and you say, whoa, hey, this is what I'm going to use it to do this, but then you are a brother, you are a sister. Take, and make sure you bring it back next week. Oh, make sure you bring it back next week. Oh. I say, oh, don't worry, next week will give me, and I'll bring it. And two years is here. And to make matters worse, that person comes to church and dance in the front. He is dancing. You are sitting down there angry. Can't God see that man and strike that man because of 500? What are you going to do? He will dance today. He will dance next Sunday too. At the end of the service, if you see him, sister. If you saw me dancing, I'm dancing, my problems are will. <laughs> Release. Sometimes we find it so difficult. You mean I should I should let go that money, that 10 million, I should, I should just say, okay, okay. Okay, don't say okay. If you don't say, okay, what will you say? You will harbor it in your heart. Is that not so? And your joy is taken away. The 10 million is not coming to you. In addition, your joy is taken away. Number three, you can't dance in the front. Because the moment he comes to the front, you won't come. So we have a series of... Events happening. You are not getting your 10 million. You are not dancing in the front. You are not happy. And after the dance, the person just sweats. And then he will be. If care is not taken, you will stop coming to church. You will stop coming to church. That, that church, <laughs> the bishop can't even see the kind of people that are there. Dupes, dupes, dupes. Of course! For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. He has done it, but it is not manifest in everybody yet, including you. So please let go. Say I will let go. I'm talking about people. I, 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 I'm not courageous enough to talk about the money bit. But let go. Because some of you say, hey, hey, hey that is all I have. If that is my last. How can a Christian talk like that? What is it that you have that you did not receive? What is it that you have that you did not receive? He who gave it to you at first is he not worth more? Have you read the story of Job? Did he not lose all that he had? And yet, at the end, God restored double. I want you to experience the fullness of joy in him. Let go of that person. He is too small to block God from your face. She is too small to block God from your face. Because your wife says she won't sleep with you again. You are now a chain smoker. What are you doing? What are you doing? Because your wife says she won't sleep with you again. After close of work, you go and sit and down 10 bottles of Guinness. What kind of man are you? Hiding behind bottles of guineas? Oh. Oh. Am I speaking reality? To truly forgive a person is for you to go before God and ask God to forgive that person. Pray for him. Pray for those who spitefully use you. That is the best way to let go of that person. Pray for him. Because if the Spirit of God gets hold of him, he too will be convicted of all his doings And in less than no time, he will come back to you asking for forgiveness and then asking if there is money involved. Please give me this time. I propose this payment plan. Forgive him. Life is God. What big thing has he done that you can't forgive him? You know, some children can't forgive their parents. And you are growing to become a parent. What have they done to you? Of course, they had the resources to take you to school. They didn't. So? And they have left me to suffer and to suffer and to suffer and to suffer. But you haven't died. Have you? And they are sitting down there enjoying themselves. And I'm here suffering and suffering and suffering That is why I'm preaching to you. You think God hasn't seen you? He saw you look at me in suit to come and talk to you That let go of them. And today when you are praying, pray for them. Some of you are suffering from polygamous homes. In fact, some of you are harboring some wounds that you shouldn't even harbor. That My father had seven houses and he gave five to that concubine woman. And you are harboring that in your heart. Your heart. Your father and his concubine woman. And it is your heart that is carrying it. Look at you. Ask the person by your left. Are you the one Bishop is talking about? How big is your heart that you are carrying your father and his concubine wife? How big is your heart? No wonder you are breathing like that. And because of that, when you sit down, you eat. Let me eat. After all, my father didn't do it. Let me eat. Then you become a bolo. You know, some people are getting fat to punish their father. True or false? When they remember what their father has done, they eat, and then they get, they get, bum. They say, hey, you, you you will see. But it's you carrying (laughs) your... Say, I'll let go. Amen. Amen. Number three. The first one is let God know the state in which you are. The second step, release whoever is the cause of that problem. Number three, replace old data with God's Truths. A very appropriate scripture is found in Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. The Bible says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. How do I get transformed? I get transformed by the renewing renewing making new again my mind I get transformed by making my mind new again the things I used to do I do them no more the things I used to say I say them no more How I used to see that person, I don't see him in that light anymore. I make my mind new again. I don't make his mind new. You know, sometimes we we want the other people to change. Why we remain the same? Have you heard that in marriages before? The wife said, and the man is not changing, he's not changing. All the prayer I've been praying, I want him to change. He's not changing. He goes to work late. He doesn't put money down. And I've been praying. I've been talking to him. I've been talking to him. Change. Change. The Bible says, make you, make your mind new again. Leave him. Leave him and work on your, it's far, far easier to work on yourself. When I first married, I was brought up from the village. When I was in the village, there was no electricity. I never knew how to sleep with light on because there were no light in my village. We had this bush lantern. And when in the evening we are going to sleep, we dim it, you know? You dim it so that it will just give some small. And then I married a woman who was brought up on the university campus. Reading is her food. In fact, reading is what induces her to sleep. So this village boy is now married to a university, a rubber, who has to read until she falls asleep. So you can imagine the first one week of marriage. Can you imagine how it was like? In my mind, in my mind, for me it's normal. When it is time to sleep, some of the things you do, put off the lights, all right, and then go and sleep. To her, in her mind, all right, no problem, nobody, there's no problem, there's no argument anywhere. In her mind, after doing everything, I take my book, and I read, uh... So what is going to happen to the light? This is no problem, that is her life, all right? And this is my life. No problem at all. It just happens that we are now inside one room. That's all. Ah. The well, first night, I switch off light. I say, excuse me, I'm coming to read. <laughs> because that is how she sleeps. By reading to sleep. So I put off the light. Excuse me, I'm coming to read. Hey. Day three, I put on, excuse me, I'm coming to read. <laughs> then I bring out the theory of Sleep. When you are going to sleep you should have the room like that like that you say that is your own perspective When I'm going to sleep I must read until I sleep ah After some time I realized that if we go this way there will be trouble And I don't want trouble So I told myself I told myself George George eh You are going to sleep with the full light of... Now, George, sleep. George, sleep. George, sleep. George, today, bring 1,000 kilo, kilowatt of light. When it is time for me to sleep? <laughs> Come and manufacture the light. Time for sleep is time for light or no light. People, it's easier to work on yourself. See? Because I couldn't care about light anymore. She too knows that she has to accommodate. And so sometimes when she's coming to sleep, she puts off the light. I say, hey, <laughs> hey. So you wanted me to master the art of sleeping in light before. Tell yourself that. Right? Now, light on, light out, I sleep. Tell yourself something. I stop looking at the other person. Why are you making your life dependent on the other person? Romans 12 and verse 2. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. You be changed. How do I go through the change process? I go through the change process by not continuing doing the things I was doing, but I do different things. Your husband goes to work. After work, he joins his friends to go out to the club to drink, socializing. And you, as a wife, you wonder, are his friends more important than me? that after close of work he will still go with his friends and go and drink and laugh and do everything and then come back. Okay, I will show him that I am also a person. I need attention. And so, what a wife will do normally, you begin to not do. So the husband from 5 to 8 is with the friends, and he comes home a bit tipsy, knowing that he has a wife at home, so his dinner is secure. All right? That is why he's hanging out there, because he knows he has a wife at home. Dinner, no problem. And then he comes home at 8.15. Wife, fast asleep. Dining table, empty. And so he comes and he wakes you. Coco? Coco? Don't Coco Mio. Don't Coco Mio. Go with your friends. You didn't eat where you were coming from. I thought you would eat there. I didn't cook anything. Oh, Coco. The following week, he repeats the same thing. And then he comes home. So after one month... He begins to say, after the Guinness, if there's any chinchinga there, please bring it. Because I'm not very sure that I will get anything at home. And so instead of eight o'clock, he's now coming home nine o'clock. Meanwhile, you are lying there crying on your pillow. You are lying there. Jehovah, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Jireh. When you are confronted with a situation like this, how do you handle it? Don't look. I'm talking from the perspective of the woman. Don't look to the man changing. No. You rather be transformed. You rather renew your mind, make your mind, fill your mind with new things. So when you know that your husband will be coming home 9 o'clock, when you also come from the office, go and have siesta, I I don't know the evening one, how they call it, maybe niesta, and then when it is eight o'clock, you have had a cool shower, you put on your cool evening gown, by nine o'clock, light meal is warm, and you are up. He thinks that nine o'clock you are sleeping, So when he opens the door, When immediately the car drives in, you open the door. You are most welcome. You know, you know the question he will ask: What are you doing here? (laughs) Is that not likely the question he will ask? Oh, I thought you were fast asleep. Oh no 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 no! I just want to make sure that you have come home safely and everything is okay. All right? Would you like to have your shower before you eat? Won't he look at you again? Wouldn't he look at you again? Uh, who has been talking to this woman? That's the first question he will ask. Who has been talking to this woman? And repeat it for one week. In the third week, I wish you would develop to be a witch to go into the club. What he will be saying to his friends the, Hey, I don't know who has been talking to my wife. In fact, these days, I don't want to stay here long because he's still waiting for me. And from that moment, he will begin to put the wife over and above the friends. Why? Because the wife has chosen to renew her mind and be Transformed. For me, that is what Romans chapter 12 and verse 2 is talking about. If you have an issue with another person and you desire that that person take another stand different from where he is right now, you do that one first. If you are standing facing here and the person is facing here, you are likely going to collide. Okay, you don't want the collision. So go and stand like facing here. And let him go. Finish. There won't be any collision. But ah ah, ah 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 me too, I'm a personal. Me too, I came from home. Me too, I have a father and a mother. Hey, me too. School, I have gone. Work, I'm working. Money, I have. By the time you see the second Pekina Bolo in the house, you know Pekina Bolo. What is Pekinabolo? I heard it when I was a child. I don't know whether I really understand it. A child from outside marriage. Is that correct? So let us go by what Romans 12, chapter 2 is saying. Don't be conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God, amen, praise the Lord let us do that and see what the Lord will tell will be doing in our lives, praise God Amen. amen if you will let God take hold of your mind and change it, of your mind and change it it will be far far easier, praise God The only way to get rid of a lot of negatives is to replace them with a lot more positives. So let us embrace this third step, renewing our minds with the word of God. Amen. If we do that, we will receive the healing that we need from God. Final step, refocus on the future. The future is always bright ahead of the believer. The Bible says in Proverbs 4.18, the path of the just shines more and more. So as you go forward, you step into brighter glory. All right, so there is always A brighter tomorrow ahead of you. Amen. So get your attention off the past. And then get refocused onto the future. Ask yourself these questions. What does God want me to be? Those are the things that should engage your mind. What does God want me to be? What does God want me to do in the church? What is my calling? What is my purpose in life? What ministry does God have for me in the church? Focus on the future. In Philippians chapter 3 and verse 13. Philippians chapter 3 verse 13. Brethren. I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, one thing I do, and what is that? What is that? Forgetting those things which are behind. How many of you sitting here will pass that test? That You are letting go the things that are behind and looking forward to the things that are coming. How many of us here will pass that test? If I say, open your hand, your hand may be full. Full of what? Full of things of the past. I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind Reaching forward to those things which are ahead. How do I do that? By building on a good relationship with God. When I say build a good relationship with God, what am I expecting from you? I'm expecting a vibrant prayer life. I'm expecting a good Bible study program. I'm expecting quality time of praise and worship. I'm expecting regular attendance to the house of God. I'm expecting that your giving unto the Lord be increased. I'm expecting that you'll be disciplined in your desires. These are the things that when you engage yourself in, you build a sound, solid relationship with God. These are the areas that you should be focusing on. It does not really matter what happened in the past. I want you to make a commitment to God today and say, for the rest of this year, I'm going to do everything I can to get closer to God because He is extending His healing grace unto you. If you will take time and go through these four steps, whatever wound whatever pain, whatever hurt there is in you, Jesus will heal them all. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So what four points have we talked about today to deal with the hidden wounds in our hearts? Number one, reveal it to God. Number two, Release the person that is the cause of that problem. Number three, replace those thoughts with the goodness of God. Number four, refocus on your future. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Ajuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website, www.winnersghana.org You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Adjerman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.